You're listening to What Devay Said About Music, the beard on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay, your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they say about music? Hey! Try to do my duvidians. Welcome to What Duvet Said About Music. I'm your host, Robert Bob Duvet, and welcome to issue 37 of the podcast of podcasts, the music podcast that is up for best music podcast at this year's podcasting awards. So go to www.whatduvetsaid.com and you can find out about how you can vote for us because uh, we would appreciate your vote. This is an election year and I aim to be elected. I also aim to bring you some of the finest music podcasting that you're going to get for free. That's right. Free is the operative word because uh, that's how we do it here at What Duvet Said. So let me, uh, let me uh, hip you, hep you up to what's going on. I don't know if you could tell, but that was Spinal Tap. And they were recording their pivotal album, Shark Sandwich. And I was able to uh, get some secret tapes of how the recording sessions went down. And I wanted to pull the veneer back so you could see how rock and roll albums get made. There's a lot of shouting, a lot of hollering, a lot of hurt feelings. And then out of that comes the beautiful flower of music that you can put on your turntable. If anybody even has a turntable anymore, I know I do. But, uh, you know, what can I say? I'm an old fool from the old school. Speaking of old schools... Let me tell you how you can reach us here at What Duvet Said About Music. You can call us at 415-937-0445. 415-937-0445. Ask for the headmaster, Bob Duvet. And leave me your comments and your uh, concerns and your questions, and I will, I will address them. You can always 
Reach us at whatdubaysaid at gmail.com. That's whatdubaysaid at gmail.com. We are on Mevio. This show is going out to millions. So if you want to find us on Mevio, just type in a search under whatdubaysaid.mevio.com. We come up. This show, in addition to all of our other glorious offerings, will be represented. And this show in particular is going to be a real special one because, yes, I got myself another interview, folks. And this interview is great because this is an artist I really, really respect and somebody uh, that is heavily involved in the production, not only of his own music, but other, other people's music as well. So we're going to play some, some of that for you. We're going to have my interview with... Carter Tanton. Carter Tanton used to be in a band called Tulsa. Uh, now he's playing under his own name. He just recently joined Baltimore's Lower Dens. And he re he's been recording. Um, you know, Lower Dens, um, he's working with, I know he recorded a band called Drug Rug. Uh, he's worked with Marissa Nadler. So he's a busy guy. We're going to talk to him about all of his business. We're going to get in his business and teaser there is a, a, a harrowing incident with a live raccoon right smack dab in the middle of the interview. So that ought to be worth sticking around for. Um, I wanted to play that Spinal Tap clip simply because I think if there's going to be a theme to this show, since we have Carter on it, it's going to be the um, – we're going to highlight some of the producers that I like recording their own music. So we're going to play some stuff by Jonathan Wilson. We're going to play some stuff by – Bradford Cox from Atlas Sound. I got a new song by him. As I mentioned, oh, Tim Cohen. Looking forward to playing something off The Glad Birth of Love, Tim Cohen's new record. So we're going to have a lot to get to. Let me play a song to get us in the right mood, and we're going to go right into our interview with Carter Tanton. So that's going to be happening in about, oh, let's say five minutes. I'm going to pick a song. Uh, I'm going to pick something by Jonathan Wilson. I've been listening to his record, Gentle Spirit, quite a bit. There's so many songs to choose from on this one. I'm going to pick Can We Really Party Today? The Eternal Question. In these tough economic times, I say yes. What say you? Call us at 415-937-0445. Ask for your friend and fearless leader, Bob Duvet. Stormy weather stays outside The beaver still chops the pine Everybody has a lovely time But hey Can we really party today? Today. 
That was Jonathan Wilson. The song is called Can We Really Party Today? I think we all know the answer to that question. That goes out to friend of the show, Caleb Pate from 17 Evergreen. He's a big fan of the Jonathan Wilson, as am I. And if you want to read more about that album and hear uh, some clips from it, go to www.whatduvaysaid.com. That's better. How's that? There, I said it right. All right, so let me uh, give you the, uh, the, the scenario that brought Carter and I together. He was in town opening up for Pearling Hiss and War on Drugs at the Independent on Sunday, this past Sunday, October 23rd. He's touring behind his solo release called Free Clouds. It is an amazing record. I actually uh, write a bit of review uh, about it on the blog. So again, www.whatduvesa.com where links to all of this stuff, including how to get his album, which isn't even out yet. It's going to be out in about a month, I believe he says, in the interview on Western Vinyl. So I'll look for that. It'll also be on iTunes and I believe eMusic, all the usual sources. Uh, we did the interview right after his set. It was a great Great set. He was touring with the three-piece band, a drummer, uh, a woman who was playing uh, keyboards. I think he was saying she was actually playing mostly just the bass lines on, on the uh, keyboard itself. So it sounded great. So full. He's a beautiful voice. I heard somebody describe him as a, an indie seraphim. I, I, I don't know exactly what a seraphim is, but I, I would say yes. If it's anything like an angel, he sings like one. So... Really nice, nice guy. Very thoughtful. And in the middle of the interview, we were both startled by what was easily the biggest raccoon I've ever seen in my entire life. And we were outside behind the club in their patio, and I may never dare go back out there again. That's how, that's how frightening it was. So let's get to the interview. Let's play you some of Carter's music from both his album Free Clouds, as well as some of his work with Tulsa. That Tulsa record, I Was Submerged, is one of my favorite records. So I'm going to link to as much of this stuff as possible on the blog. Without further ado, I give you the Carter Tannen interview, and away we go. This is Carter Tannen, and um, you're listening to What Duve Said, Killer Podcast. Oh, 
Actually, in a lovely back patio at the Independent in San Francisco, you just finished playing what was a phenomenal set behind your new record, Free Clouds, which is a great record. I've been raving about it, and uh, the sound inside was amazing. And you'd mentioned to me before that you thought it sounded really good, and I'll tell you, unequivocally, it sounded great. Yeah, this is a great room. I played here once before, um, and yeah, it seems like they pride themselves on like we take care of business we are like you know a notch above the yeah. rest and yeah they are 
it, it, it's a good venue for this city, you know, especially. Mm-hmm. It's one of the top. So I, we'll talk about that because that's the last time I saw you. It was like 2008. I went and looked. Right. It was a noise pop festival. Yes. We played with David Dondero yeah. and Mountain Goats. Yeah. Pretty weird show, yeah. Yeah, it was a kind of an eclectic all over yeah. the map. And at that time, the band you were in was called Tulsa. Was that just kind of your project and like how did um, that work? It started out as a band, and then we lost um, two members after we made an EP. Mm-hmm. And after the lineup kept changing, it eventually did become kind of a solo thing. So I was submerged. Was that that was a band effort? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was a phenomenal record. Thanks. People at home don't have I was submerged. Look for it. I know it's on E Music. Maybe that's where I got it. E Music. So you will be able. I'll link up to it there. That way everybody can find it. One of those bands where I was like listening to that record nonstop, and then I kind of lost track. Didn't see Tulsa. Was waiting for you to come back around, and then uh, I found out recently. You know, you've been putting out stuff. You've also been producing as well, right? Yeah. Um, during Tulsa, I was producing. I had a studio in Boston. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I produced mostly, like, uh, bands I was friends with in Boston. Um, and, uh, yeah, I really like doing that. I'm, I'm actually getting more back into it, because with this record, I uh, got into, like, drum programming and MIDI sequencing and stuff. So I'm really trying to find, like, uh, singers who kind of need help fleshing things out. Uh-huh. So that's what I hope to do more of in the producing uh, I guess we can say you, well, Marissa is in Nadler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you worked on her record, right? Yeah, yeah, and I played with her for a few years. And I'll get all all the because you're busy. You're in Lower Dens now yes, as well. Lower Dens, yeah. And is that a Brooklyn band? Or no, Baltimore they're Baltimore. Band? Okay, Baltimore. Yeah. And uh, how recent is that? Um, June. Wow. Yeah, we just made a record last month. So you guys are the, you going to tour and support that? Yeah, as well? it'll come out in the spring. We'll tour. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, that's you have a lot going on, but let's get into Free Clouds, which is sure. a wonderful record. Um, you were talking a little bit about the the drum programming and, yeah. and MIDI stuff, and that, there's a heavy presence of that on the album. Um, tonight you were playing with a live drummer, and it sounded great too. You know, w- was there ever a thought of maybe trying to do the tour with you and just trying to trigger things and, and, and do it that way? Um, no, I just thought that would come off week in some way you know I, I wasn't prepared to do that I actually I really just had like two days to prepare for this tour uh, coming off of a Lower Dens recording session uh-huh. and uh, so it's cool you know the first week of this tour we were still like smoothing out the bumps but uh, I think at this point it's we've got a good set yeah I mean it's it sounded great and was everything you played tonight was off the new record right no we play um, a Randy Newman cover ah <laughs> what was the Randy Newman song Living Without You very cool. Yeah, I'm so, not. I'm not super well versed in Randy Newman. It's not this record that is just awesome. Um, it's uh, Harry Nilsson sings Randy Newman. Oh Randy yeah. Newman, Randy Newman played piano on it, and it's mostly just it, you know a lot of Nilsson records I think are probably over produced, tracked and yeah. stuff. And uh, but this one is just piano and and vocals. Did you see the documentary on Harry? Yeah, Nilsson? Great. that's amazing. Yeah, I was blown away. I didn't realize he wrote so many songs and played on. Yeah. Yeah. Really talented guy. You're kind of in that vein in that, you know, you're somebody who's writes songs and then really like, you know, that your approach to producing them and, and recording them is is pretty unique. I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot of stuff that I'm hearing out there. Let's take a song like Murderous Joy, yeah. which I love. That's yeah. one of the first singles off the record, right? Yeah. Um, how did that song kind of come into being? <clears throat> Sounds like I hear the acoustic 
like maybe core of it, but yeah. the way it's produced is just really. Yeah, that was actually an interesting one because um, put all the guitars on first. Basically, the strange thing about that song is the drums were the last thing added, mm-hmm. and up until the last moment, I didn't think it was gonna be like a rock song. And then I played the drums and I hadn't used a click, and I was like, oh, this is gonna sound weird. And then it, you know, I just had to learn the idiosyncrasies of my guitar take that I did. Uh-huh. And uh, it came out really well, but I mean, seriously, at the last second, it turned into like a drum song, you know? Yeah, I mean, because th- that one has a lot of the electronic sounding beats and stuff like that in it, doesn't it? No, that one's just just live drums. Are you running in through effects and, and things like that? No effects. That one has some samples in it, like there's a breakdown in it where I resample my voice. Okay, okay, so there's like different sampling. And that stuff. one on the record is probably the most in line with like um, Tulsa. Yeah. Ryland. Okay, I would say, yeah, that one, maybe Horoscope a little bit. That was from the Tulsa record, actually. Okay. From the, the one that never came out. That was the only song I took and put on this record. You know the one I think I'm thinking of too when I'm thinking about like some of the more programmed beats and stuff like that is... Uh, Fake Pretend? Yes. And yeah. and also, the, the is the Gauze song the one that has uh-huh. um, kind of like the horn sort of section in it? Um, no horns. It's got an organ thing. Um, I'm mixing song. up all my songs. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Gauze's song is a demo I made for the second Tulsa record that when I went into the studio proper to make that song over, I can never surpass the demo, I thought. So that's another old song that I brought to this record. But yeah, that was one where, uh, in terms of how I made it, like uh, I got an old rolling drum machine and the kick just goes like, boom, 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 boom. And then I just took a snare drum, boom, 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 then added the ride cymbal, everything piece by piece. That's oh, how wow. I like to do it. So, so does it take a, a, a long time to kind of build the track that way or no. do you work pretty quick? When it's going well, it goes so fast. I mean, Gauze's song was probably done in a day, you know? Wow. How long did the album total? How long were you working on that? Free Clouds? For like two months. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like I spent like two weeks on a Fake Pretend. Mm-hmm. That's one that I ripped apart. It was like kind of standard like a guitar song then I go then I thought you know I just want to make like synths and put the role in Juno then it was all synths and I thought I could bring some guitars back and Mm -hmm. then I added drum programming that that one took a while yeah
know what I like uh, asking, you know, musicians, especially musicians that are heavily involved in the you know, producing end of things yeah. is who were some of your inspirations as a producer? Like when you find yourself mixing and, and you know, building tracks, yeah. and do, who were some of the people that you kind of look to or get, you know, got off on their sounds and kind of inspirational in a way? Well, growing up, it was like the people that made room uh, records that sound like they came out of their bedroom. Like mm -hmm. on this record, there's a cover by Sparkle Horse because uh, their first record just sounds like he would roll out of bed and, and play the guitar and put a, you know, kind of crappy sounding drum machine that in the end sounds awesome, of course. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I love that stuff. But these days I've been listening mostly to like electronic music. Um, I have no idea how any of those guys make their music. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm starting to learn, but like I've been way into like the Brain Feeder record label. Yeah, yeah. Um, those guys just like resampling themselves, and it's beautiful what they end up making. Were you inspired by being kind of being in Baltimore now by? Uh... Oh my God, it's a raccoon, dude! Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. That's a big raccoon. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's best to err on the side of caution. Well, I've never had that happen in a review. Just for the record, we survived the terrible raccoon incident. 30-pound yeah. raccoon. Yeah. I don't, you guys can't see this, but it literally Carter wrestled it to the ground and saved it. Was, it, was go, it was coming for me, so Bob Dubay appreciates that for sure. Um, okay, so we were talking about uh, some of the records you were yeah. listening to. And, These days, it's like the brain feeder stuff. Uh -huh. and, Do you like, uh, like Dan Deacon and the stuff he's doing out of Drag City? Um, yeah, I, I've heard a little bit of Dan Deacon stuff. Um, I mean, that's like heavy, heavy electronic. Yeah, you know, that's cool music. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what about that type of music is kind of you know tweaking your ear? Um, just that uh, new technologies, new methods, like um, you know, a little burnt out on like rock Bass, drums, yeah, guitar, that sort yeah, of thing. Totally. Uh -huh. yeah. And you know, you can make snare sounds out of anything. You can mm -hmm. mic yourself tapping on the kitchen and yeah. then put it through any effects, and it ends up sounding. Pretty Are you much kind of was, always looking for what sounds good, like going around tapping stuff and wondering? No, if I'm it, not that sort of. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not opening up bottles and micing it. Uh -huh. But you could, you could. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think all the technology is there. I love the Roland 909. That's like the greatest drum machine ever made. Wow. That's, okay. It's amazing. Well, talk a little bit about like, because you have great guitar sound and it's just really pretty, shimmery. You know, what kind? What's your, like the basic kind of setup you're going through with that? I know you're playing a 12 string. Yeah, on this tour it's a 12 string, an electric 12 string, and I put it through two different delays, and then I start to loop it, and then it just, and then I just keep, the, then I just keep the loop going throughout a whole song, and it gets real ambient. And uh, oh, and there's a, I'm playing through a rolling jazz chorus, so that's like a really clean guitar amp, so you hear all the strings, like there's no distortion to it. So yeah, that's a that, that's a new thing. Basically, since I started playing with lower dens, uh, Jana and Will, their guitars are so 
cool and murky, and I thought to fit in in any way, I had to be like really clean, you know. Uh-huh. So then, how, how did that come about? Were you guys all friends, and they like? I just came. Uh, Jan and I have a mutual friend mm-hmm. who, um, when they needed somebody, recommended me. So you think you'll be on the road with them as well? Yeah, 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 up? for sure. Okay, coming through San Francisco. Oh, I'm sure of it. Awesome. Yeah, sure of it. <laughs> Look forward to that. Yeah. Um, a- another question I'm always curious about is. Uh, if there's an album that you love that you think people don't pay attention to or wouldn't know about, mm-hmm. what would that? Who should people check out that you're gonna give your seal of approval on? Um, God, let's see. Um, that's a tough one. That's right? a tough one because I don't. Hundreds of albums come to mind. Yeah. And none. <laughs> no, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. Um, I know a lot of friends that are making records that are just well, let's amazing. Let's talk about now. them. Let's give shoutouts. Well, like. Uh, I work sometimes with a band in Boston called Drug Rug, and um, we just we just made a record. I mean, I don't really write, write the songs, but mm-hmm. hopefully that record will come out soon. And uh, um, who else? I don't know. You were working with uh, Twin Shadow? Yeah, George. Okay. Yep. But I mean, I think people know his record by now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that really blew up. Yeah. Right? Um, awesome. Do you work on that rap record? Or no, I, I worked on this thing. It was going to be a record. It was, like, right before Twin Shadow, and the record was, like, half and half, because he... George used to be much more, like, um, I'd say, like, Chess Records Blues meets the Jesus Lizard thing. It was amazing stuff, but then he really wanted to, like, change his sound, so the record I made with him was a hybrid of that, and I don't think it was... I don't think... I think he was dissatisfied with it, and then he really found, you know, his voice with Mm -hmm. this one. Yeah. I didn't work on that one, no. It's it's, it's interesting, you know, how, like, you know, things start one place, and then all of a sudden you stumble upon something, and it's like... process of discovery, yeah. yeah. Um, Now, with with Free Clouds, you're going to... You're finishing up this tour with War on Drugs. It's going to take you all the way back to the East Coast? And then do you... Are you going to try and, like, squeeze in some dates when you're on the East Coast and and, and play there? You're not doing CMJ this year? No, it just happened, right? Yeah, yeah. I was curious, like, bands that are out here and when that's going on back there, do you feel like... Like there's a benefit or a, you're missing out on something if you're not playing those big kind of showcases? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't like those kinds of shows. <laughs> yeah. Is it just too it's just too much industry, too much Yeah. 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 I, I don't I don't like those kinds of shows. Like I'm hearing I, that from people that play South by Southwest too. It's just too hectic. It's too, too hectic and uh, yeah, to feel like a you know, any it's just yeah, it bothers me. Some something about the nature of those shows, uh-huh. you know. What, what's the best way to get a hold of this latest release? I know it's on Western Vinyl. It's on Western Vinyl. It comes out in about a month. Okay. So um, it'll be in stores and on iTunes in a month. Okay. Um, but, you know, if you can see us on tour, you can uh, grab People it. should definitely, <laughs> definitely see you on tour. It's, cool. it's, a great, it's a great set. And I really appreciate you sitting down and talking oh, with yeah, me. Man. And uh, awesome. when you come back through San Francisco again, I'll be bugging you again All right. for, for more. And, but, we'll, uh, and we'll, we'll really kill that skunk this time. <laughs> or that rat, that it, raccoon. That was a raccoon. Raccoons freak me out.
That was the Carter Tanton interview. I hope you enjoyed it. I am still a little bit on edge after that encounter, that raccoon encounter, the battle we did wage and emerge victorious. And, and just for the record, the, the high-pitched kind of uh, girlish, shrill cackling was, was yours truly, Bob Duvet. It was not Carter. It was Bob Duvet who, who is still – I'm just so sketched out by raccoons. Enough said about that. Let me tell you what we played in that interview. I hope you enjoyed that. I, I really found it interesting. He's a really uh, thoughtful guy, as I mentioned, and uh, definitely check him out. He is going to be touring all the way back from San Francisco. I know they were going to Portland, Seattle, and working their way back across the country. So those of you that listen to this in states in the Midwest and especially on the eastern seaboard, he's going to be coming your way with War on Drugs. War on Drugs were awesome as well. What a show they put on. So that's a great bill. So go check that out. And then just keep your eyes peeled. I'm going to link to Carter on the blog, www.whatduvesa.com, so you can find it there. We played Murderous Joy to get us into the interview. That's the first kind of single off the album, which hasn't even been released yet. So you're hearing stuff that is still a month away. So you know, consider yourselves privileged. In the middle there, we were talking about a song called Fake Pretend. So I decided to play it. And Fake Pretend features Marissa Nadler, who he's done some work with. I'm going to play her a little bit later in this show. I'm going to play some of the bands he mentioned as well. And the last song, the one we just heard, is called... Gauze of Song, really like that one too. There's all those layers to the song, beautiful. So I want to play you something from Tulsa. The band Carter was in prior to this, and I love a song called Mass. It, it was just like an earworm. It, it stuck with me for you know the duration of 2008. So I'm going to play you that one. And then uh, we are going to get in. I'll play you... Uh, Tulsa Mass, and then I'm going to play you a couple of people that we talked about in the interview. I'm going to play you a song by Drug Rug, and I think I will play you a Mar Marissa Nadler song, one that he recorded with her and co-wrote called Master, or Puppet Master. So there you go. And then we'll kind of uh, get in some other stuff, so I'll talk right at you after those.
You're listening to What Do They Said About Music, the parrot on the shoulder of Pirate Radio. Subscribe to What Do They Said for free now on iTunes. Bob Duvet back with you from the kitchen of podcasting in San Francisco, California for hour two of What Do They Said About Music, issue 37. We are going to get into all kinds of good music in this second hour. I'm going to play something from Sparkle Horse because we were talking about that in the interview. also want to play you Lower Dens. Lower Dens is a great band. Carter just joined them. And I, I don't have recordings with him on it, but I do have some uh, stuff from my... I'm thinking it was their 2009 album. And what else can we play? I'm going to play some music is what I want to do. Oh, and then we're going to get into a couple of my favorite uh, bedroom recording artists. I want to play you some Tim Cohen. Just released a new album. Also, want to play your brand new Atlas Sound record uh, from that's Branford Cox's project. Um, in addition to his work with Deer Hunter, so we're gonna play those. So uh, let me do. I'll do a two and two. How's that? Am I am I talking too much? Let, let's uh, let's play some more music. Come on, play the fucking song.
That's Jenna Hunter and Lower Dens doing Hospice Gates. Look for a new album uh, coming out from them shortly, featuring Carter Tanton, who's a full-fledged member of the band. So that's going to be great. We know this. These are things we know, folks. Before that was Sparkle Horse off their first album, a song called Homecoming Queen. Just great song. Really wonderful production on that. In keeping with our pseudo theme today of the the home recorder, even though a lot of this stuff is recorded in studios, it's really hatched in the bedroom. Speaking of things that were hatched in the bedroom, there's a new Tim Cohen record out. Tim Cohen, friend of the show. You can hear our interview with him on What Duvet Said About Music, issue 21. Tim Cohen, you may know better from the Fresh and Onlys, but he has a, some great side uh, solo work, as well as uh, The Magic Trick, which is another side band that he's involved with. And this record just came out. It's called The Glad Birth of Love. It's a four-song suite, so each song's about 10 minutes plus. The song I'm going to play is called Daylight Moon, coming in at 7 minutes and 26 seconds. It is a great sounding record. I just, I put it on, I bought it on vinyl, put it on my headphones, listened to it last night, and there is a lot to get into in this album. It just sounds great. And he records most of his stuff, I believe, at his personal studio called The Treetop, which is high in a tower of his Victorian somewhere in San Francisco. I will keep the location secret as a to respect his privacy so that he can keep giving you fine music like Daylight Moon. I want to tell you before I play Daylight Moon, go find us on Twitter. Please follow us. That's the best way to find out about everything going on with the show. And we are at Bob Duvet, at capital B-O-B, Duvet, D-U-V-E-T. For now, Daylight Moon. The morning is long, maybe the sun swept on the wrong side of the morning. He's trying to stay down, his head's in a cloud. Look at the sun, he's on the wrong side of the morning. He don't die. You don't bother me
Atlas Sound from the soon-to-be-released, the upcoming release. The song is called Terra Incognita. Those are two, two kind of back-to-back epic songs. I like both of them, and I hope you did too. Those in the business, they call those bathroom break songs. So it allows me to go and attend to matters. Speaking of matters, we have not done a triple shot today. Oh, we have. Who am I kidding? We did earlier. But we haven't done it in the second hour. So we're going to do that right now. And my triple shot today, there's going to be a, it's going to be a theme. A theme again. I'm big on themes. Let us do a triple shot of some good electronic music. That seems to be in order. We were discussing that as well in the interview. So let's uh, make sure we attend to everything. I'm going to play something by a band I'm really liking. Silver Swans. They're out of San Francisco. I plan on interviewing them soon if i can just wrangle them and i will because bob duvet always gets his man or woman or group of individuals and that's what i'm shooting for i also want to give a shout out to if, if those of you like to listen to internet radio you don't have to exclusively listen to me go to evr east village radio on monday nights between eight and ten o'clock and you can search for archives uh, there is a show called Guilty Pleasure. Love Guilty Pleasure. They actually had Silver Swans on, or she had it. DJ Elham, I believe her name is. Let me let me just double check on that. Yes, it's DJ Elham, and uh, her show is called Guilty Pleasure on East Village Radio. You can do a Google search for that. Just put in EVR East Village Radio. She plays a lot of great stuff. I love her her playlist, and she had Silver Swans on recently to kind of do a guest DJing set. And it was great, so it made me say, hey, if she's talking to him in New York, I need to be talking to him in San Francisco. So I'm going to do that. So look for that in the future on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. Again, we are on Mevio, and that's whatduvaysaid.mevio.com. Or you can call us at 415-937-0445 and ask, hey, how the hell do I hear you guys? But if you know the number, you've probably already heard me. And then write to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. God, that is all the information. Let me play a triple shot. We're going to play Silver Swans. We're going to play this band that I just got uh, received something from. They're from Italy. And I am blanking on their name. I'll tell you what they what they were after. But it's a good song. The song is called Mercutio. And uh, I like the song. So we'll play them. And then I'm going to play something from Twin Shadow. So there you go. It'll be a triple shot of electronic bass music.
Twin Shadow doing a song called I Can't Wait, leading us off, as I mentioned, with San Francisco Silver Swans. Song's called Secrets. And in the middle there was a song I just received today, or maybe it was a couple days ago, but I just got to it today. The band's called Seanwald, and they're an electronic duo from Italy. That's right, I said Italy. And let me tell you, see if I can tell you something about them. I asked for a little information about them because I didn't know anything. And so what do they say? Here's a short bio. Uh, it's two people, Italian band formed by Luca and Alessandra. Alessandra. God, I, if I was better equipped with an Italian tongue, I could say that much better, but I don't. Luca plays guitar, synthesizer, and drum machine. Alessandra is the singer and bass player. And uh, it says, uh, Shellwald is all about atmosphere, a hypnotic, minimalist mood and a strong noise inclination with echoes of the Jesus and Mary chain, suicide and Velvet Underground. All very good influences, I must admit. They mingle uh, synth melodies straight from the 80s. Their first album was called Amplified Nature and it was released in February of 2009 on Pocket Heaven Records. I'll try and find that link to it on the blog, www.whatdovaysaid.com. There I go. I got it in. And uh, that last recording, the one you just heard, is called Mercurial. It's a brand new song, and they're going to be promoting their new song and recording soon. So we'll look for that. I might even try and interview them. I'm going to listen to their first album. If I like what I hear, I will reach out to them. So if you like that, write to me at whatdovaysaidatgmail.com like this person did. Yes, that's right. This person was kind enough to write to me. His name is Dennis, and he was saying... Um, Bob, love the show, listen to it often, but you haven't really done any hard rock shows lately. And at the beginning, that was kind of the focus. Are you no longer into doing hard rock shows? 
or are you just more interested in playing music that you uh, find that's new? Dennis, that's a good question. That's a good question and one that deserves answering. I am not eschewing the hard rock by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I am going to see Judas Priest this very coming Thursday. Judas Priest playing with Black Label Society as well as Thin Lizzy. I don't want to talk about the Thin Lizzy too much because it's not really Thin Lizzy because Phil and is dead. So, but the guy who sings for him sounds just like him. So I know it's going to be fun. But I am seeing Judas Priest and I feel compelled. Compelled, I say, to play a double shot of Judas Priest for you, Dennis, just to show you I have not lost my balls. I will play you some Judas Priest, maybe even a Black Label Society. I'll just keep it Judas Priest. I'm excited about that. I do want to say anybody that's in the Bay Area and is going to that show, the Judas Priest show at the Concord Pavilion or Sleep Train Pavilion, whatever they're calling it these days, get there early. Get there by 5 o'clock and go to the side stage. It's by the east entrance, I'm told, and see the Butlers. The Butlers are one of my favorite local bands here in San Francisco. They do vintage 70s and 80s hard rock. It's great stuff. It's all like, you know, from Def Leppard to Queen to U UFO. They do Thin Lizzy better than Thin Lizzy sometimes. You know, well, they do it good all the time, but, you know, sometimes Thin Lizzy is just great. One of my favorite bands. Anyway, I, I, I prattle on and on. I will play you two Judas Priest songs to be named later. And then uh, I think we're pretty much close to being done. So, Dennis, thank you for writing in. I appreciate that. We're going to dip into the mail sack some more. I do want to shout out uh, one more time about us being up for the podcasting awards. So if you're within the sound of my voice, it's really easy. Just go to www.podcastawards.com. Look for What Duvet Said. It's featured prominently in the Best Music Podcast category. Just click it. They ask you for your email address and a name and you hit submit and they just want you to verify that. It sounds complicated. It isn't. We need the votes because why not win? Why not be an award-winning podcast? I'm bringing you award-winning material. So it just would it would just factor in that the award would go along with this. So please do that for your good friend Bob Duvet. I hope you've enjoyed this issue of What Duvet Said About Music. I'm going to play you a couple of Judas Priest songs. I'm going to close this out with Harry Nilsson. Because what better way to close out a show than Harry Nilsson, especially a show that's uh, an ode to a, the producer and songwriter. And so there you go. It has been a pleasure. I look forward to doing this all again. Oh, and always, 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 always look for The Tank. The Tank is the podcast I do with my good friend Jason Duplissy, where we deconstruct our lives for you to examine, and then we reassemble it in some sort of Frankenstein hybrid fashion, all to great delight. And uh, it's, it's, quite, it's quite funny. It's a, if I do say so myself, and I participate in it, so I would know, right? I'm intimately involved. The Tank with Jason and Rob. Look for that. It's on the blog as well, www.whatdubaysaid.com. Also on Mevio, whatdubaysaid.mevio.com. Ah, oh, enough. Let me play you Judas Priest and let me go attend to my dog. Yes, the dog needs walking. I'm very 